I say he's so sweet, I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She lick me like a lollipop. Hi, it is your girl, Imani Blair, and I am the host of Lick the Rapper Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. How lucky and blessed am I? You could be anywhere in the world, and you are here today with me. What it up? What what it do? What it do? What it do? I said, what it up, honey? <laughs> What's up? What it do, y'all? Okay. Okay, I have been, I've got a lot going on. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know, most of y'all do. Y'all know my life. Um, I've been to Houston. I've been to goddamn Williamsburg. I have started training. I've started eating healthy. I've done a lot. And I feel like I haven't shared of what a lot of what I'm going through right now on the show and y'all know that's super important to me but I've just been having some really awesome guests lately and when I have a guest you know I like to definitely make it about both of us and not just all about my woes because who wants to come on somebody's show to talk about their issues anyways um yeah so next episode is gonna be me and my besties like you know and we just going to talk about everything going on in my life. So don't think I'm neglecting you. I've just had some really, really dope guests. Thank you so much for supporting the episode last week with Blair Imani. It went crazy and y'all supported it a lot. So shout out to the new listeners and shout out to y'all for listening. Do you know the Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man. I don't give a fuck about the Muffin Man, but I want Apple Podcast reviews. You're like, okay, Imani, where, where was that going? We're lost. We're lost at that point. I don't know an interesting way to beg y'all for Apple Podcast reviews. At this point... I'm about to take a picture of my pussy and somehow put it on my Apple podcast profile so that y'all can go and see my pussy and go and review my pussy. Because clearly y'all listen to the podcast, but y'all don't want to motherfucking review it. So what's tea? What's tea? Why do I always have to show my asshole for people to pay attention? If you are listening to my voice right now, I need you to open up the Apple Podcast app, okay? Type in Lick the Rapper. You will see me pop up. If you just type in Lick, you're going to see me, okay? Scroll all the way down where it says ratings and reviews. This is where you do your fucking job, okay? Give me five stars because I'm a five-star bitch. And leave a nice review, okay? Hype me the fuck up. It's going to be great. Don't y'all want to support a black independent creative? You know when people want shit, when people want money or support, they're like, I'm a black creative. Like, girl, it's a hella black creatives. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Yeah, fuck it. Leave me a five-star rating and a review on the Apple Podcast app. I am begging you. I am at 100 reviews. I want to get to 200 reviews by 2022. Okay? Okay. 
I don't want no problems out of y'all. But let me read a review right now. This is from Steffi Kiss. It says, high quality. She said, girl, 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 you are killing the content game. From your quality to consistency, you are doing amazing. XO Steffi. Thank you, my Steffi Kiss, for leaving a review. Do you know the Muffin Man? Thank you, honey bunny. Okay, um, wonderful. I am Lady Kiki, says, the realist, she gives it to you real and uncut. Love her. Thank you so much, Miss I am Lady Kiki. Thank you, boo, for leaving me a review. Thank you, boo, for leaving me a review. Y'all, I have to be honest, because I know y'all are probably like, okay, Imani is on one. I'm high, okay? Um, I feel fucking incredible right now. Like, I feel on top of the world. I have been working out, and I have been feeling, I guess these are endorphins, what I'm feeling, huh? And then I smoked. So it's like natural endorphins on top of marijuana endorphins, and I feel fucking amazing. Uh, Won't he do it? But yeah, thank you everybody for leaving me reviews. If you leave a dope, nice review, I will read it on the podcast. Actually, yeah, even if you if you probably leave a negative review, I'll probably read it because I've done that before too. So, you know what? Leave a review. It don't have to be nice if you don't if you hate the podcast. Fuck it. But with no further ado, this um guest I have today, um, it's him and his cousin, um, my homeboy. Kwani, I think he goes by Jaquan Grant professionally, but that is my homie, homie, homie. Um, we met, we went to actual school together. We went to audio engineering school together, and I like was there like when he had his first child. Like I've seen him grow into a businessman, and he owns his own label now, and I am so happy for him. And his cousin Zaylee is on the podcast, and she is super fun, super cute, super dope, and I think y'all will enjoy her music as well. So with no further ado, y'all, let's go ahead and get into this episode. So when I decided that I didn't want him to consult me anymore and I was tired of paying him and I felt like I wasn't getting what I needed out of it, and he literally told me, just pay for six more months and then I'll be your manager. Just six more months, and then I'll manage you for free. Oh, and that's yeah. when I was like, no, this yeah, is... Yeah, this is crazy. Like, you if you really believe in me... <laughs> it had to be something. He had six months to pay for some shit off, and you was going to help him pay that off. Make sure you talk. Yeah, we doing a... <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> six months, he was trying to get you to probably pay some shit off, and then you was like, <laughs> he was going to be good <laughs> forever. And that's what it was. And it's like, if you really believed in me and you thought I was the one... Yeah. You would have did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you don't believe in me like that. Yeah. And it's cool, but I only want to work with people who really believe I'm the one. Yeah. You know? Like, and that's why I don't have a team. Because yeah. I only want people who wake up thinking about my career. Yeah. I would love. See, <laughs> you that's know? A, that's a conversation that I think we, I would really love to have with you. Because what's your whole, so when we talk about team, right, going into it, like, being quote-unquote DIY, you know, everything is being done by you. Yep. It makes it harder, but in that same, I guess, breath, you would want to probably have, like, a team, right? 
I pray, Kwani, I pray for a team every day. Yeah. Like, it's not that I don't want to. I want it. Yeah. But it has to be godsend. It has to be like legit. The vibes has to be there. I have to trust. How can I, you be my manager and I don't trust you? If you get a call, if Jay Z call you at six o'clock in the morning, I need to trust your ass is gonna pick the fuck up. Yeah. Managers ruin people's careers every day. So that when random people slide in my DMs and shit, talking about man- manager. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the the soldier boy <laughs> manager. Yeah. That's a relationship. You see, like, I want to start off. I want somebody to hit me up and say, yo, I believe in you. What can I do? Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's start there. Let's build that relationship. Then we get. But right now, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's just the, for me, I think uh, Atlanta was kind of like a gift and a curse. Mm. And I'm not even talking about from like the music that we was creating. I think you was creating. I didn't create (laughs) shit. I think it was really like the relationships that I, um, that I, from my standpoint that I tried to build. And I think what I started to see, like how you were saying as far as I was spending so much money and nothing was happening. So I always talk to her about like she wasn't around like early stages when it was like we was constantly in you know at these people's houses we was constantly going to these clubs you know in these studios yeah all the conversations we used to have back then it was like when you get into that mode or you get into that point you like you know what shit is about to happen like I'm in Atlanta like I'm around these people like yeah Next. shit about all going crazy and then it's like when you're working too just like how you were saying like I was you know mm-hmm. recording a lot of songs you trying was, to show yeah you was hustling and you were hustling Kwani and the crazy thing about it was like even throughout all that hustling still came out flat like mm-hmm. I was just I think I was telling you about it in a wreck I'm like you know you do so much and then you start looking back like damn like did I do enough yeah and then you start seeing the people you had around you it was like damn what that person do you remember snake? a conversation Brad had with us about what where I remember it was like some people in our class I don't know if you were there specifically but it was some of us in there and we were just talking about the industry and Brad was like, the reason that artists are on drugs and the reason that this music industry is the way it is is because this is the one industry where you can do everything right. Mm. You could have the perfect music, oh, yeah, yeah. the perfect looks, yeah. a fan base. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could have everything right and, and the shit still, still flop. Yeah. Yes. That, this would, shit is yeah. mentally yeah. exhausting. The odds of us making it are very yeah. low. Like, and I'm not saying this to discourage, but it's just, you have to know the facts of what we're choosing to do, you know? So it's like, when you, when you think of it like that, it's like, okay. So to me, it it used to depress me. Like when I was living in Atlanta, I don't Mm -hmm. even know if you know, I had pretty much had those. That's why I I was like, hold on. I remember having those talks with you. Yeah. Like, Hey, uh, and I always, every time I talk to you, I bring up this story and I know you like, what? I don't remember that, but. It was your birthday. That's why I was like, you. It was no way you was twenty two. And I had cried. You was so hard. You was like in this. That was the this worst birthday really, ever, really, girl. Really bad mode. And I just remember us being in the elevator. I'm like, are you good? Like, what's going on? And you was just like, you know, I'm X, Y, and Z. You know, I just turned this age, and I'm still not where I want to be at. Facts. Now you gotta That's remember how, though, like this girl has done so much. Like mm-hmm. I know I talk a lot about like when I started doing a lot of shit. Yeah. She's done a lot of stuff like from child mm-hmm. you know childhood yeah. up until you know now yeah. so i can Seen get some yeah definitely i can get how it can be like Exhausting. listen this isn't something i started doing a year ago right. not even five years ago mm-hmm. you talk about 10 15 plus years you know so 
I can understand when it when you get in this mode where it's like everything just seemed like it's not working. So it's funny how you were saying as far as Brad, like you can have all this stuff. You're like when I talk about anybody who's came from my class that's a female, when we say rap, but who's also just like a really, really great entertainer, entertainer. you're just like Thank top you. tier into like for real. And I think that's it goes back into what you were just saying as far as you can have all those things. We don't really see people truly entertaining. You know, mm-hmm. we've you've been to a lot of fucking shows <laughs> down there. You seen how you know how you seen how people perform. You're like, what the hell is like this person mm-hmm. doing? I will say this though, was was touchy about performing, especially as an independent art underground. Yeah. Sometimes shit is out of your control. Sometimes the mic can be fucked up. Yeah. yeah. The audio can be fucked yeah. up. I'm out here trying my fucking best and I look stupid as shit. Yes. That's why you not you don't see me performing at a lot of and that's not me thinking I'm better. Right. Right. That's me protecting yeah. myself. Yeah, you're messing me. up my performance, my my presentation. Like, so like even now. what you were saying with that is like, yeah, a lot of people suck because you got 18 people on the stage <laughs> who somebody paid who paid fifty dollars to be there, yeah, and, and the people yeah. you've never heard their music before. Listen. It's not mixed properly. The audio <laughs> engineer high off high <laughs> off <laughs> some shit, and now everything is. Man, I remember this one time me and Keon went to one club and everybody was going so crazy because Young Jock was in there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah and like people like yeah bro like, i'm about to trying to get young jock to sign me and you know he's in there people giving him business cards like he look at me and Keon. i'm like oh what's up but i just remember the funny thing about that night was and i cannot make this up it was almost a hundred fucking people in there performing nah. it started like around eight it was like 12 or did like you have one. to pay to play yeah it was a pay to play but see the crazy somebody thing, came up that night somebody came up <laughs> yeah that nigga really came <laughs> up but i just remember sitting there like and i'm looking at my brother i'm talking to him, i'm like bro why the hell are we this is not no yeah. this is not it exactly like fuck whatever just pay like i'm this was just crazy but i think that was really one of my moments like when we talk about having to pay to play that was really what the whole scene was, you know, when I first got to Atlanta, like, oh, we on Edgewood. It's a hustle. That is. That is a hustle. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, um, it's really unfortunate. Like, I'm putting together a show right now for July. <laughs> and um, I was talking <laughs> to somebody and they were like, you should charge artists to perform. Before, yeah. And I'm like, I don't believe in that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter if I could come up off of that. I'm an artist. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I would rather have artists I really believe in mm-hmm. to, yeah, to, to make my show ho- yeah. good. Yeah. Then, then so you just, because then that's another the thing too when you like, anything. hey, pay X, Y, and Z. Now, nah, shit, you got your Anybody little cousin that and that you bitch. got, they bet, everybody want to, yeah. Yeah. It messes up the quality of the project. Exactly. I would rather give the art like i would rather say yo whoever can bring the most people in here i'm gonna pay you yeah i feel like that's 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 better for the show like yeah people gonna go harder for you so yeah we'll see what what i end up doing but i want to kind of start i want to introduce you because we just kind of got into it but (laughs) i'm so excited that you are here (laughs) this is my friend like my brother like kwani like you said some of those talks that we had really really got me out of some dark places i was in a dark place living in atlanta i know yeah and it really helped me even just being around y'all like Mm -hmm. y'all's energy was very great of course yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we met at sae yeah school of audio engineers 2015 2015 in atlanta georgia Everybody was green. Everybody was just like pure, uh, like know, eyes big. Just oh my god, we're all in the city. What's about to happen? Crazy. What are we about to do? Crazy. And it was so much energy. 
Our class was fun too. I still, hands down, I always say we had the best. Class. We were, yeah, we was lit. <laughs> it was really one of those like. That was the moment for me where you know we people talk about going to school having fraternities or whatever. Yeah, it was like that. Was that. Like a yeah, type shit. We like we really stuck together to the end. Mm-hmm. It was really like so so bittersweet to you know graduate and everybody because I think once graduation happened, which is October twenty sixteen, every yeah I'm like really precise with this. But that's <laughs> kind of how it goes though, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's kind of how it's it goes. It's just like, but it's crazy because it felt like it was yesterday. Is what I'm trying to say. Yesterday or you know it was some shit that just recently happened, and right. you know we all, everybody just that's why I say it was specific people who stood out. You know, you had everybody who was like, oh, yeah, you know, we were part of OA15, but it was a few people who was, like, really, really serious about this shit. Who yeah. Was really, you can look at them, like, all right, even after school, they're going to probably keep this thing going. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not going to die down. And I feel like I didn't get back into it till after, till like when I came home. For real. Like, in Atlanta, like I said, I was in such a dark place. I was yeah. broke as fuck. The love of my life was in another city. I got all these guys talking to me that I don't necessarily like. I'm spending all my money investing into this career that's not working out. Like, that shit. And it's it's really first world problems. Because somebody in another country would be like, those are your issues. <laughs> I don't have water. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, but yeah. you know, hey, you deal with what you deal with. And so yeah. at that time for me, it was so rough. So when I came back to... When I came back home, is Leonard the Plug was the first song I recorded when I came back home. Hard. And that shit is just like, I was like, okay, maybe Richmond is where it's at. Like, to me, that was God yeah. telling me, like, you need to go home, you yeah. know? Maybe it was the inspiration. Like, maybe it was just like, that's why I say even for me now, it's so crazy because, like, you was literally like the first person that we met out there that was from Virginia. You're like, oh, you from Virginia? Oh, that's, I from think Virginia. that's how we connected. Yeah. It was that Virginia, and we yeah. had a lot of pride. People yeah. from here, I think that's all cities, though. Yeah. If you in a different city, it's like, oh, you're from, like, it's already a connection yeah. there, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? Mind you, I've never been to fucking, um, Port- where are you from? Port- so- Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah. I- we was just there yesterday. Yeah. How is, how is it? It's crazy. I saw a lot of shit from, this like. This dude was excited. It's I'm that type of person. Like, he hasn't been there in like, a while. Yeah, last time I was in, like, especially in that area, I was like 13 or 12. So <laughs> you got to see, like. But how, it's good to go back home sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. live here and I'm from about 15 minutes away, but sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just ride by my childhood yeah. house. It just, it just kind of bl- brings you back to yeah. reality, you know? Yeah. It's definitely one of those things. Like, recently, um, I was in Connecticut too, because that's like where I was born at. So just going back there. I haven't been there since I was like 17, 18, just seeing everything, talking to like my father. He took me to some places like, hey, bro, this is where you was actually born. Like, this is baby you. You was crawling, you know, like right. in the living room. Like, that's where it was at. So just seeing all that stuff, having those conversations. And then, like you say, me going back to Portsmouth is like being able to see those things. I don't know. Like, it's nostalgic. It it, it gives me inspiration. Like, it gives me, me something I want to talk about. Yeah. It's definitely one of those modes. So. I really feel like for me, really 2020 was the idea where it was like, okay, cool. You're in, like, I'm three hours away. Like, I'm in Fayetteville. It's like, I'm going to travel as much as possible to Virginia because I don't have no fucking (laughs) roots. Like, really, like, serious roots, Mm. you know? And I think when I, even when I see it, like, you know, when you see that stuff online, like, I love, I can love to hear you say, oh, I'm 15 minutes away from how I can drive. Like, I'm three hours away, you know? So, it's different. But I do think, um... It is important to go home, and I think it definitely is important to, um, like, you know, you already see, I say VA the wave, so it's like, I really want to be in that space as much as possible. And then I took it. (laughs) 
You know, I had um, I was on Clubhouse, right? And they were oh like, my God. "Do you want to start a club on Clubhouse?" And I'm like, mm, "What would be a cool name for this?" V8 and Wave. Like, but that's V8 how I wave. know, though. That's how I know when certain artists take certain stuff, it's not intentional. Because yeah. sometimes stuff would be in your head, and you don't know where you've heard it before, or yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even beats, like melodies, would be yeah. in your head, and Definitely. you think you made it up. <laughs> you like, nigga, no. <laughs> I think you messaged me and I went on your Instagram. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, let me tell Kwani. I don't want Kwani to be like, this bitch stole my fucking term. I wouldn't have But it's that. sweet, though. V ate a wave because it makes me think of the beach. Like, yeah. I don't know. Because it's a Virginia thing. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Definitely. So when you said that shit, I, honestly, I was really happy because I'm like, other than me, her, probably Keon. You were the only other person <laughs> outside of us who said be the wave. Yeah. That's from Virginia too, so Period. it made sense. Yeah, so if I was from a different city, you'd be like bitch. <laughs> okay, so fast forward. So we went to school, graduated. We graduated. Everybody split up. Yeah. You are a full time father. Full time. Yeah. Record label owner. Yeah. So I just kind of want to break that down because I remember. Jasmine. Yeah. I don't know if you want me to say her name. No, you good. Oh, okay, you're good. cool. <laughs> first found out she was pregnant with your first baby, and you were very happy. Yeah. That, yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. That was definitely a, a big highlight when we talk about Atlanta, because for me, you know how some people say, that happened to me and it just made me go harder. It was really one of those modes. So when we talk about like you was grinding, it was really because, oh, snap, I have a daughter on the way, and shit is just going to be different. I can still be sitting around. Like, I have to figure this out. So for me, it was definitely one of those modes. And then growing up in the household, not you know having my dad there, it also was kind of like, all right, I can do this better from my standpoint. Um, So it was definitely a special a special moment. And um, I don't know, man, when my daughter came there, like, I think it's just daughters and, like, dads who, like, when you're with your daughter, it's just like. If you like, want to. If you want to. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that. <laughs> Like, yeah, because, don't want to. Yeah, like for me though, like as soon as I saw my dad, I mean, I said my dad. As soon as I saw my daughter, I got my booty all in your face. <laughs> I'm so sorry. As soon as I saw my daughter, it was like, I don't know, like she was just so precious, he fragile. Was so obsessed with her. Like, oh my god. Wait, so how are y'all? How okay? Before we get into that, how are y'all connected? So we're cousins. Okay, awesome. Yeah, so I got you. Because the way you agreeing is like you knew him outside of this. That's why I was like, wait, okay. Yeah, yeah her but dad I mean, is my... she probably knew more of Callie before me. Like, yeah, but yeah. I'm not yeah. Callie, really. It's just Kwani. Yeah. You know, I'm, I wasn't um, close to Jasmine. But you knew more about yeah. her. But I, I, I didn't even know Callie, well, I didn't know about her being... Yeah, until I met her. Yeah, when she was like an infant. Like, I remember yeah. you showing us a video of her getting her first bath. Oh, and that yeah. was the cutest thing I ever saw. And I, in my mind, I was like, yo, whoever I have a child with, if he's not this thrilled about the baby. Like, Kwani, you were so happy. I was. He go hard for his kids it's every beautiful. day. It's beautiful. I don't know. I, I, th I just really think it's like... This is what supposed you're supposed yeah, to do. Like, exactly. I know people do <laughs> people do shit, but right. it's like I'm a, it, I'm a, I'm a, I'm excited. Yeah. You know, but I it's was, it's like it, when it's dads, we always like you mm -hmm. said, we get so excited. Like yeah, anyway, I'm talking about it because right. it's not normal. It's not, it's not. Exactly. It was Especially a lot of with, niggas in our class that had kids. And mm. A lot of niggas was not thrilled. Mm. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> not thrilled whatsoever, but. I mean, like you say, it was really for me. It was that was definitely a highlight. It was one of those things where it was just like, all right, bro, now you can go. You was going hard, but we can take this shit up a notch. Yeah, like, you can do it more. I don't 
want you to feel like your hard work was in vain. I kind of don't like you saying stuff like that. The reason why I feel that way is because I don't know, and it's I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep it a hundred, right? I'm gonna keep it here. I'm gonna keep it a hundred, and I always talk to her about this shit. Mm. Even though I I don't say I was too much in a depressive state, I did get a I did get depressed a lot, and I think the biggest shit that kind of brought on that depression was when you was when I was out performing in these these different areas, being around these different people. You know, seeing some of the people where they was kind of like at the same stage as me. Mm-hmm. When I slow, I felt like I slowed down a little bit. When I started doing like full time dads, trying to figure out what was going to be next, you start seeing all these different individuals started to take off. They started to do certain shit. I'm like, wow, this person is with this person. This person is doing that. You know, all these different things started to happen. And for me, in the very beginning, I was depressed. I'm like, damn, I was just performing with this person. Like right. they was. At this damn love life. Story of my life. <laughs> you kidding me? You know I tell stories of like me and Chris Brown literally stretching mm. behind a stage together, about to perform on the sta- same stage. Like mm. what? When I, when, this sh- <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, I want to start crying. No, but for real though, it's like it was definitely it was that was hard because you start to you see everything you're doing and you like all right, I'm putting in quote-unquote, my 10,000 hours. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all this. I'm yeah. putting in a lot of, you know, I'm investing into myself. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And you like, damn, I get a breadcrumb <laughs> from doing this. And you like, you know what, I'm going to do something different. Then you turn to the right, you like, this person just did X, Y, and Z. And they got the whole damn cake. It's like, I'm doing the same thing, maybe even better, maybe at the same level, but it's not getting the same recognition. So you start to doubt yourself. And I think for me, the biggest uh, change, I guess, was like, even when I was experiencing that stuff, and like I say, that's it's really been my blessing. When I was experiencing those things, I go back home, I see my daughter face, and mm-hmm. it's like, okay. See, I feel like that's what I need. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Dead ass. Like, I feel like I need a sense of purpose more than music because, like, this shit is depressing. Really? Like, when you put everything into something and it doesn't work, athletes go through that too. Yeah. Your whole life, you trying to do something and yeah. it does it not work. work you. Yeah. you feel useless. You feel worthless. So, I feel yeah. like a baby would give me a sense of purpose. Well, you know what you gotta do. Easier said than done. For real, I always feel like maybe it's just the maybe it's the double standard, but it's so different with women. Yes, because if I if Jasmine was to get pregnant right now, you would be a dad. You would be amazing. You could still come to Virginia. (laughs) You know, you could still. If I got pregnant, I'm out the game. You know, like, not I'm yet. still, I mean, I'll be out here, but I'm out the game. I can't move like, like I wanna want to move. Yeah. I'm not going to be the bad, sexy girl.